Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Welcome to Second Amendment Radio <laughs> and the Great Outdoors. Chad Ellis, the producer, caught me off guard with that music. Uh, Tony Colombo here. Bo Matthews here as well. And welcome to 2020. The first edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors in the new year, in the new decade. It is. It's all brand new. It is all brand new, and we are so glad that you are joining us. How was your New Year's? Uh, Quiet. Until midnight, and I actually have audio, and I, I, I actually would love to play it for you, from my neighborhood. Now, in your neighborhood, were you at home? I was. And was and there noise? There was a lot of noise. Firecrackers? Firecrackers, fireworks, fireworks firearms. Yes. Uh, I believe so. Buddy. Definitely I'm... some fireworks. There are plenty of fireworks. More than I expected. Check this. Let's put it that way. Fireworks. Uh huh. Listen in the background. You can, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And that wasn't any of me. I didn't do right. anything. I just I just sat out there and But the it difference is where on. you live, it's legal. <laughs> where I live, it's not, and it was still going big time. But is it really legal? You can shoot your guns in the air? Well, not the guns, but the fireworks, right? The fireworks are legal. Where fireworks, you live. yeah, there's no rules there. Right. Yeah. But there's fireworks are illegal where I live. Yeah. But they didn't that didn't stop anybody. So I got about a minute and a half of the audio and then there was a lull, so I was like, Okay, I stopped my recording on my phone. I walked back in the house. It went on for another fifteen minutes. Wow. But wow. eventually people realized uh ammo's expensive. Yeah, right. Uh fireworks <laughs> were out. Uh but yeah, it was it was crazy. I sat out there and Ted, did you uh did you go out? Well, I work at a club, so I was there all night and then And I know you because you worked the morning show yep. on New Year's Day. What? Yep. So you had to be here at five a.m. Five a.m. <laughs> yep. So you did you even go to bed? I did. I uh, took like a nap. Took a lies, nap. all lies. You're still wearing the party all night shirt. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Pan. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, you and I were texting at twelve thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we were. So Happy I know New you. Year. I knew you were up then. <laughs> Because uh, we were texting, because you were reminding me to be on, and uh, uh, that was um, uh, interesting. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so did you have you a quiet, had a, Tony? You had a did you have a morning? Tony, did oh, yeah. you have a quiet? Uh, a quiet. I had a yes. I had another quiet. Um, I had another quiet. I'll tell you what. You New had a heck of an afternoon on New Year's uh, Eve day. Yes. Uh, so that was really cool to hear. Yeah, that um, was that was fun. That was the second year we were able to do this. Uh, the variety show on the Dave Glover show were. Uh, it was uh, a New Year's Eve variety deal where we had live music, live comedy, and a whole lot of everything. Fun it was crazy. Yeah. I, I don't even know how you orchestrated all that. That was just impressive. It was fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> That's my favorite but kind after of radio. That, but after that, we just uh, after that we just laid low and um, and didn't do didn't do a whole lot. Right. Like um, I'm either I'm I on New Year's Eve, I either want to go big, or just go, or just you know stay at home and do nothing One like cool i either things. want to go out like go out out right or just lay low uh new year's day received a picture from a friend of mine 
of him, and I was I thought of you because uh, he was holding the Tommy gun, and it was everybody dressed in uh, period clothing of the 20s, the Roaring 20s, right? Mm-hmm. So the the daughter had this huge uh, Roaring 20s party, and everybody was dressed up for it. It was like, where'd you get all those costumes? I, I, it was just, it was really cool that people got into it that much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so. uh, speaking of party animals that I know, um, <laughs> joining us now, as he does every week at the beginning of the show, is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Uh, Aaron, welcome to 2020. How's it going, my friend? Good. How are you? I am. I am well. What did you do? Did you go? Uh, did you did you uh, go out on New Year's Eve, or did you lay low like like me? Yeah, lay low. Yeah, absolutely. Lay low. Was your uh, did your neighborhood light up at midnight? Uh, no, it was pretty quiet. What? Yeah, good for you. I was I was watching some like online countdown, uh-huh. and so I was at like like 45 seconds to go and then all the fireworks started (laughs) i was my new year's was on delay oh no the buffer (laughs) dang i hate the buffer yeah uh so a new year a new legislative session about to kick off it's a presidential election year aaron so i mean it's gonna you know be another crazy year um what kind of effect does um, uh, you know, going into a new legislative session where laws could be changing, does that motivate people who are shopping in your store? And the fact that it's another presidential election, does that motivate or change the way people buy firearms? Like, what are you what are you looking forward to in 2020 as far as the gun industry is concerned? Well, I, I think that we're going to see uh, some changes with uh, medical marijuana and how that yeah, yeah. legislated. Uh, absolutely. Um, that's now legal uh, in Missouri. Uh, recreational marijuana is now legal in Illinois. Mm-hmm. We've been getting uh, people in the store that um, are, um, I guess, confused. Yeah. Uh, we actually had one, we had one gentleman in the store who um, got an Illinois driver's license so he could buy recreational marijuana in Illinois, uh, but lives in Missouri and then was unable to buy a firearm because he didn't have a Floyd card. Um, wanted to buy a handgun, and uh, so we explained to him that um, you got to have a Floyd card, and you got to have uh, the handgun transferred to a dealer in Illinois. And uh, he just kind of looked at us. He's like, "You're kidding, right?" And we're like, "No." He's like, "But the whole idea of me getting an Illinois driver's license was so I could get recreational marijuana." And we were like, "And you might want to look at this number here on the." Uh, background check. Aaron, hold on just a second. What what are, what are you saying? What kind of card does an Illinois yeah, resident need? Foid card. Yeah, explain what a Foid card is, Aaron. So it's a firearms owner identification card. Okay. Uh, so it's a, a card basically that Illinois issues. It's good for uh, a number of years, and it's a, a background check that uh, the, they've done showing that you're qualified to have uh, a firearm. And then when you come into a dealer, you'll get another background check done. And and right now in the state, back, coming back to Missouri, and this is something that, Aaron, you and I have been talking about and State Rep Nick Schroer have been talking about for well over a year now. Now that medical marijuana has arrived here in the state of Missouri, there's going to be uh, some confusion because you could get prescribed marijuana by your doctor, but then that wouldn't technically make it illegal for you to 
purchase or even own a firearm. Is that correct? Because that has not been that hasn't been reconciled yet, has it? Yeah. So it has been kind of reconciled. Okay. Uh, there was a court case that actually went through Illinois, where a woman uh, in Chicago had a, a Floyd card and a CCW permit and a medical marijuana. Um, uh, card and the police showed up at her house, seized all of her firearms. And what happened is boiling down, it went through the court system uh, into the federal court. And the federal court said, Illinois, you were wrong to come in and, and revoke her Floyd card, CCW card, uh, and, and confiscate her firearms. Um, you need to give restore the Floyd and the CCW and return all of her firearms. And then they told her you can have all these things back. However, you can no longer buy firearms from the date of your medical marijuana card forward. Okay, so this is buy them in a store, buy them via a, a, a private sale, like no more firearms for you. Okay, hmm. um, so uh, so the answer is like yes and no, right? So like you can have your guns, but you're stuck with the guns you've already got. Um, and in her case, they already know what you've got. So uh, you're, are you saying that it's, it's, it's illegal to have a, uh, have a pistol or a rifle with you in your vehicle transporting if you have a medical marijuana card, but you can own them and keep them in your home? So under the Missouri statutes now, it is illegal to have a firearm and a controlled substance. Mm-hmm. And they, it, there is no little... Uh, asterisk on that law that says if you have a medical marijuana card, that's okay. So hopefully the Missouri legislature will figure out, um, you know, some exemptions this this coming uh, session or um, Health and Human Services will say, you know, okay, well, it's not a controlled substance if it's medically prescribed or whatever. But I've not seen any clarification on that. So the the uh, what you get told at Southern Armor if you come in to get your CCW permit is if you go get a medical marijuana card, um, realize you're not buying any more firearms from the date of issuance forward, either yeah. from dealer or from private party. And it is highly suggested that if you are going to go out uh, outside of the confines of your home, right, um, you do not have a firearm and a controlled substance in your possession uh, together, right? It's one or the other, not both, because Missouri's got to figure out uh, what's going on. And then on a side note here, uh, keep in mind, you know, taking marijuana across state lines uh, is is going to provide uh, some additional yep. uh, issues, right, when you go from Missouri to Illinois or Illinois to Missouri. So uh, that is one thing that I have um seen uh and comments on some of these news stories you know missouri residents like well i'm going to illinois to buy my marijuana and it's like yeah but you're gonna have to come back to missouri right uh so if you look at like colorado and kansas uh we do we were doing gun shows in colorado and kansas and oklahoma and whatnot but when we were uh out in colorado we were going into colorado it was no big deal we were coming back from colorado it said on the highway there was a sign that said drug checkpoint ahead so we all looked at one another Right, because we've got a trailer full mm. of guns and ammunition and yeah, magazines. Sure. So we're like <laughs> looking at one another, like well, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, the drug checkpoint's not a big deal, right? right. I mean, there's no drug right. in there. But, but yeah, but still, that's I mean, funny. We're going to have to explain, like, 
you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And if they want to unload this trailer, well, you know, we're going to be here a while because it takes us quite a while to unload and load when we get to these shows. Right. Uh, and that all stems so, from that all stems from the fact that these states are passing these laws uh, allowing either recreational marijuana or medical marijuana or both and, and it's, it's still illegal, uh, federally. illegal federally exactly yeah, Aaron yeah. before we let you go um, we're almost out of time but uh, if people are ready to purchase their first firearm or their uh, 100th firearm in 2020 and they want to do so at Southern Armory uh, how can they find you all that good stuff Right, yeah. So coming to Southern Armory, we're located one mile east of 270 and 44, 9901 Watson Road, and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. Chad Ellis never misses. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. And then you can get on Facebook. Uh, we've got Second Amendment Radio. We do some live streams, talk news stories. We've got Southern Armory on Facebook. Uh, we did some uh, on January 1st. We started the new year off right, and I broke down a piece of American history and went carbine all the way down uh, every every ten, every spring, all the way down. A uh, guy found it in his uh, dad's house after his dad passed away, and he wanted it. It was really gunked up with you know oil and grease, and had been you could tell it hadn't been used in quite a while. We brought it back to uh, its its glory. Nice. And, uh, you can look look for that video. It was a two part video, one of disassembly, and then uh, we put everything in a parts cleaner, cleaned them, uh, and then had to, and then still had to put oil and and scrub manually uh, for a while, but uh, the gun turned out great. Um, so yeah, that uh, is that's the kind of uh, g- a very educational, very interesting stuff that you can find on the Southern Armory Facebook page, of course, SouthernArmory.com, also to learn more about Southern Armory. Aaron, Happy New Year, and it's great to talk you with you. We'll talk to you next week. Definitely be here right. next week. Yep, sounds right. good. All right, we are going to take a break. When we get back, the guys from Osage County Guns going to be joining us here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo in studio with my partner, Bo Matthews, producer Chad Ellis, and, as I mentioned in the last segment, uh, John and Jake from Osage County Guns and now in studio with us for the rest of the show. Great to see you guys. How's it going? Hello. Awesome. Yeah. Happy New Year. Always uh, always great to have you guys in studio. Um, uh, I, I'm sure you're looking forward to this will be your first Full, full year, year yep. out there in Wright City. Um, we're going to talk to Jamie Lane from the Let's Go Fishing show that is in town this weekend uh, here in just a second. And then I want to uh, catch up with you guys. But uh, but um, here first, um, how was uh, how, uh, as we wrapped up 2019, how thrilled with were you guys with how everything rolled out for you beginning here in Wright City and getting, you know, established? Yep. Uh, we're very happy, uh, yeah. just with, you know, the, the year we had, uh, it was, a I, I want to say a challenging year because of the logistics of the move and opening the store. And, uh, so, you know, we, we did a lot in a year. We, on the way in, we looked back and we were chatting we said, wow, it's been a year. And, uh, I'm tired. <laughs> we are tired. It was a very hectic year and then it didn't let up through the, through the Christmas season. So the, the, the last month has, has run us ragged. And um, now uh, we start show season, so yeah, uh, the the chaos continues through Shot Show uh, here in January. Yeah, we're going to talk a little uh, outdoor stuff right now, and it's brought to you by Razorback Armory. They're a full service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts, especially on the AR platform. They are a concierge gun service. 
half a mile east of 270 on Manchester Road on the south side. Razorbackarmory.com is their website. Mm -hmm. And as you guys know, I am a huge uh, fishing enthusiast. It is my jam, and that's why I am really excited right now to talk to Jamie Lane about a great event that is happening as we speak in Collinsville, Illinois. The Let's Go Fishing Show is happening. Jamie, uh, great to talk with you today. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. So uh, tell folks ab uh, about what's happening this weekend. We have the Let's Go Fishing Show. This is the 27th year. It's here at the Gateway Convention Center in Collinsville. Um, it's going all weekend. So um, what we've got at the show, there's 125 exhibitors, mm. fishing-related products and services, rods, reels, tackle, bait, electronics. We've got fishing boats, resorts. Um, our admission is only $7 to get in at the door for adults. And we have kids pricing at three fifty a day for kids six to fifteen, and five and under is free. So we have no charges for parking. So it's an affordable show, and a lot of uh, great shopping. Stack, you know, you can stock your tackle box for twenty twenty. Yeah. Heck yeah! <laughs> and one of the biggest draws is our free seminars. So once people are into the show, they can do all the activities within the show. There's there's no extra charges for the all the things that are inside the show. So we've got. 30 seminars over the course of the three days that are free and they're from top professionals in the fishing world like major league fishing um uh brent chapman and we've got chris Saldane, zaldane and we've mm -hmm. got uh for crappie we've got wally marshall who's mr crappie hmm. um so the there is uh, a lot of well-known speakers that are giving these free seminars so you can meet the pros and learn from the best. And then we have all these kids' activities inside the show as well. So it's a very family-friendly event, fun for everybody. And there's a fish pond inside where we've got 1,500 bluegill, and people can catch and release. So wow. Super cool. I love that. I love it's, that. It's a great way to instill the love of the outdoors and fishing in your in your kids. Yeah, amen. Well, Stream, Stream Adventures, uh, Brian Wordle, he was on this show a month ago when you were on vacation, Tony. He actually called and said, hey, can you go fishing today? And I was like, I can't go fishing today. <laughs> and so I'm looking at the forecast, and it should be a good weekend for your show. 39 is a high on Saturday and 53 on Sunday. And the reason I bring that up is because people that are on the cusp of, well, do I want to go fishing when it's 50 degrees, or should I just go to the show and collect data? <laughs> you probably yeah. want to go to the show. Yes. <laughs> And we, you can fish inside at our show. There you go. <laughs> Scratch that itch. <laughs> so if you're if you're listening to us on a Saturday, you have until tonight at seven, and then all day Sunday until four. If you're hearing this on Sunday, you have until four this afternoon to get out there. Jamie, before we let you go, one more time, uh, what is the best way for people to learn a little bit more about the show and your closing times and all that, so they can get out there and make sure they don't miss it? Go to gatewaycenter.com, and also we have a Facebook page, Let's Go Fishing Show, um, and we've got the times, the admission. We have coupons also. I should mention a dollar off coupon and a, uh, also buy one, get one kids coupon. So nice. print those off before you head on over to the show. Yeah, what a great what a great time. Bring your family, bring your kids. Uh, the Let's Go Fishing Show is a, <laughs> a whole lot of fun. Jamie, thanks so much, and uh, good luck with the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a good weekend. Mm -hmm. 
All right. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, Jake and John from Osage County Guns in studio with us. I want to ask you guys uh, something that I just asked Aaron from uh, Southern Armory. As we go into this new year, 2020, um, here in the state of Missouri, right off the bat, the legislative session starts. So that, you know, means that new laws are going to be debated and maybe some laws may change. And, and there's always, you know, gun bills that are being debated. And, and then not only do we have the legislative session, but we are looking at a presidential election. And that always seems to, you know, the the Second Amendment uh, issue always influences the presidential election as well. What are you guys looking forward to as far as the gun industry in 2020? Do you expect the, you know, the legislative session and the presidential election to have a lot of influence on the way uh, people are purchasing guns? You know, I I, I think it, at the at least I'll say I think in general there's some anxiety. Yeah. Um, because we just don't know what to expect. Uh, there's this this tension, obviously, politically throughout the country. And uh, I think we've seen a lot of people who have been cautiously buying firearms over the last few years that, mm. that they've wanted. They might be like bucket list firearms. If they found them, they have been buying them. Um, but it's still a great buyer's market. You know, uh, if you're on the fence about something, you probably are, are going to have a hard time in the future finding prices as low as they are across the industry, yeah. um, which is the, the Trump effect. So yeah. um, if you've been on the <laughs> fence, um, buy it because, you know, when, when the if there is a – you know, instability if, if you know, something uh, progresses with impeachment or if somehow somebody comes out, you know, uh, of the ashes or, or out of nowhere and somehow Trump is defeated, um, there will be a run yeah. like we've never seen, I think. And, and the rhetoric uh, for, you know, uh, against the Second Amendment from the left is, is solid and strong and, yeah. and they'll go for broke this time. Um, because with, you know, with the, the things that have happened on the Supreme Court under Trump, um, I think that they know that, that everything on their agenda is on the line. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think they're going to hold anything back, especially the way we've seen them fiercely attack Trump. Right. Um, you know, they'll they'll come, you know, after our Second Amendment rights. And, and Virginia has been discussed a lot. That's, I think, a good test case. They're pushing the envelope as hard as they can in Virginia and, uh, you know, threatening the use of uh, the National Guard to enforce these really restrictive um, abusive firearm laws. Yeah. When wherever we see the Democrats get control, you know, we're talking about red flag laws, gun uh, restraining orders. And like you said, just pushing it as far to the left as they can as far as limiting your Second Amendment rights. Jake, did you have a well, I was just going to say it, with the political debate, you know, it, my personal Fear is more on the state side, not necessarily yeah. the the federal government side. I mean, the presidential candidate that that's going to do a, a massive shift. But the states can overturn and make things more problematic and implement laws faster than federal can. So uh, I'm more curious, and I'm I'm more worried about <clears throat> Virginia's situations happening in Maryland than last mm-hmm. year, and all these other states that that are coming in, and they're going to slide a bunch of stuff in. It's going to trump what the federal does anyway, if the state wants to. So, I, I as a patron out there, as a Second Amendment owner, um, not only am I looking at that, but I'm really more focused on where do I live and what's going to impact me where I live first. Yeah, and make those a priority to get involved with. And then, second of all, obviously, the presidential election is going to be huge. Right. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can happen in your own neighborhood that if you're not aware of it and you're not taking the time to take a look at it. It can come back and bite you, and f- you'll find yourself going, 
woulda, coulda, shoulda, yeah. and uh, and then that's too late. Well, so the, 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 uh, sorry, the, the Illinois listeners are, are more directly yeah, impacted yeah. by the state's politics than Missouri, but um, Illinois has been working to restrict access and, and implement um, pretty onerous restrictions on licensed you know, gun dealers in, in the state, which a lot have opted to just close up shop as opposed mm-hmm. to attempt to afford compliance because they just simply don't have the business to afford. Yeah, and, the, those, and that's probably what the state wants. They would probably rather just scare these people away than actually have to fight them in court. And, the, you know, on the national level, the running joke was that Barack Obama was the greatest gun salesman of all time. And I think there's some truth to that. But the, the truth, at least in my opinion, is that Donald Trump hasn't been the greatest Second Amendment uh, defender in the in the world. I mean, we've seen him um, uh, show some support for different uh, red flag laws and, and issues like that. Obviously, I mean, I don't really care about bump stocks, but he was the one, you know, that said, let's eliminate, you know, let's make these illegal. Um, has there been any nervousness about uh, Donald? Like, where, where do you guys come down on on Donald Trump and the way that the federal government has handled Second Amendment rights in the last few years? I, not to sound like a weird conspiracy theory guy but but i, I next, our, next our weird conspiracy <laughs> comment yeah. right? so i great, love weird conspiracy theories so let's I, do it hey I, i'm not a, a trump basher by any means you know i i, I didn't elect, i i personally didn't uh, vote for him but but i i see what he's done and he's done some good for our country for sure but there's there isn't a politician in this planet especially in a presidential situation that's not going to cya their own self so right and and there's always He's a certainly give and take. been way better than a, a yeah. democrat yeah. Yeah. no doubt about no that no doubt but, but he's not been the def- the staunch defender that i right. think some people and i think when it comes down to it if he has to do some stuff to save his own bacon in his quote unquote job and or yeah. there's always going to have to be some give and take to get certain things done, there's never going to be. He's a always flexible. Deal. I think is the is the concern mm-hmm. is he is flexible on points for negotiation purposes. It's the art of the deal. He's and, always yeah. willing to negotiate. Exactly, and so that's that's what really puts a lot of you know gun enthusiasts and owners on edge because while in general he supports. He, you know, he does support the Second Amendment and the industry. Um, unfortunately, we have seen times where uh, there are positions which become negotiating points, um, which are, you know, those uh, positions that he takes are not necessarily in line with our industry and Second Amendment supporters. When it comes to when it comes to his sons, they're both hunters. Yes. Um, and I think that that's a good thing because. In, in any of our lives, we kind of have our own board of directors, right? You have your friends, your uncles, your dad, whatever, you know, your own board of directors. Your mom has influence on you. I think his kids have his ear. They do. And I think that uh, that they probably speak to him. He may ask them, what do you, what do you think of this? Um, he may not see the, the United States as being in a danger zone of personal security, but if you have the hunters out there, that's at least the first step in the right direction, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. And and his son, uh, specifically Donald Trump Jr., is such of a huge Second Amendment supporter. He was at Shot Show a couple of years ago, and we met him. There. Oh wow, uh, oh, that's cool. Heavily, Where's that selfie? He- heavily um, <laughs> uh, guarded by many many Secret Service agents. I bet. I bet. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it, I I think I think they're they're going to bend his ear as often as they can, because we've seen countries in the history of the planet. You take away the guns, guess what? Extermination comes next. And not to go into big history lessons, but it, it it's bad. If you're yeah. if you're thinking, oh, we need to get rid of all the guns, and we we could talk about uh, last Sunday's shooting at the church, but yeah, well, I mean, we could get into that. And I also want to talk about uh, Jake. You mentioned uh, that 
more important than anything is the state's reaction to mm-hmm. uh, gun laws, and because that's what's really going to affect you day to day. And there's some changes, some things that are happening here in the state of Missouri, and of course in the state of Illinois also uh, as we go into 2020. That is going to have some effect on Second Amendment rights. So when we get into a little bit of that, when we get back, don't go anywhere. You are listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. The guys from Osage County Guns are sticking around. You should too. Back in a second. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with Bo Matthews and Chad Ellis and John and Jake from Osage County Guns are here. Uh, mentioned it earlier. You guys opened up in Wright City just in 2019. 2020 will be your first full year in your new location. Big, huge, beautiful store out there in Wright City. If people haven't been there yet or are just getting to uh, know you guys, um, tell people how where you're at, how they can find you on the internet, social media, yeah, all that absolutely. good stuff. Absolutely. So, um, you know, easy to find us. We're highly visible on the internet. You can find us on Google. Just Google Osage County Guns. We're on Facebook, Twitter, a little bit of YouTube. Um, we're located just about 30 minutes from St. Charles, right? Mm-hmm. Just an hour, you know, 50-minute drive from the radio station here. So from downtown St. Louis, 50-minute drive, easy to get there, just straight up, 6440 or 70, and uh, we're just past Winsville. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got a huge selection, and, and one of the things that's, I think, going to be great for the new year is this is the time of all the new firearms are being released. SHOT Show's coming up, so we've got awesome new exciting guns coming out. Colt's bringing back the Python. Oh, nice. Uh, Ruger's got a new 5.7 pistol, <laughs> so we'll have those as quickly as they can be had. Uh, we've already started placing orders with anybody that's taking them for the new product. Um, so, you know, thanks to our volume, we have a very good chance of getting the harder to get firearms. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for that stuff, pop in and definitely check it out. And then um, we're also wanting to thank our listeners here. So Jake and I were chatting. Um, if you do come in, mention the show. And uh, with any uh, $50 purchase, you get a free Osage County Gun shirt. And oh, if you nice. buy, a, buy a firearm, uh, you get a free shirt and a hat. Heck yeah, that's awesome! Just mention uh, Second Amendment Radio. That's that's really cool. That's and you said that you're highly visible on the web. You guys are also highly visible from the highway. Yeah, I was coming home from the lake just last weekend, and we're kind of weirdos. We leave. Uh, we a lot of times we like to have. We like to spend Saturdays at the lake, but have Sundays back home, so we drive home in the middle of the night. We leave at, like, 11 o'clock. So we're getting back into St. Louis, and I'm coming down the highway at, like, 1 in the morning uh, last Sunday, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's those things going to go. Like, you guys have the huge lit bright sign, and it's right there on the yep. highway. So once you're out there, you really can't miss it. Yep, that's right. Yeah, good stuff. It's an attraction out that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. No, I literally, I was like, I woke up my wife. I was like, look, it's it. like it was Disneyland or something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, we mentioned in that last break, we're talking about um, national laws and, and how they affect uh, Second Amendment rights and everything. But uh, here in the state of Missouri, we are, as we go into 2020, uh, medical marijuana is now a thing that is legal here in the state. And recreational marijuana is now legal in the state of Illinois. And that is creating some confusion and some new issues for you guys to deal with and for people that want to buy uh, firearms to deal with. So um, explain how that works. If you are a uh, a patient, uh, maybe you have cancer or you have some other uh, reason that, that your doctor is prescribing you marijuana, uh, and now you also want to go and purchase a firearm to protect yourself or your home or whatever, 
that's going to be a problem. So kind of explain how the medical marijuana situation that is now legal in the state of Missouri is going to affect your customers. Sure. Well, you have to to look at it as, and every time you look at firearms, they're state and federal. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a state may allow and what federal allows, they're not always copacetic. They yeah. don't always jive together. Right. So what we have to look at is marijuana technically still is governed by the federal government as a narcotic and a drug. And therefore, there are uh, it is illegal uh, technically by the federal uh, statute. Now, because a state comes in and says, hey, state-wise, you're able to have it, that's not more strict than the federal law. Therefore, federal overrules the state rule, and therefore, marijuana is illegal. So purchasing a firearm, you have a federal document that you have to fill out, and on there it asks you, are you unlawful? Federally, marijuana is unlawful. Um, Then you have to answer the proper question if you answer it. The right or wrong yeah. way, you're lying on a federal document. Right. There's another felony on top of that. Right. So, so it, it's a really touchy subject. I think, unfortunately, subject. I think that's a really important uh, point to make, that there are probably some people that are listening or that, you know, would go to buy that and they would and they would think to themselves, well, I'll just say no. I have a prescription from my doctor. I'm not really doing anything wrong, so I'm just going to say no and nobody will ever find out. Well, maybe but also, like you said, you're now you're lying on a federal document, which is perjury. a yeah, which is a, a <laughs> and a felony, yep. and is it that is not a risk that anybody should be taking to try to somehow subvert the system. I would also offer, you know, not to be a, a conspiracy theorist here. However, um, we've seen the amount of uh, excitement and vigor being used to attack the president and this industry, medical. Data is data. It's accessible. So when a prescription is written, it's in a system. When a background check yeah. is run, yeah. while they don't know what you're buying, they know that a background check has been conducted. Yep. And the way that they're attempting to share data between these systems, uh, it's plausible to assume that that the fact that a person has a prescription that has been filled is going to be shared with the FBI yep. because they want to stop and restrict firearm access. That is access. all starting to be more connected than ever. <laughs> so don't assume because um, you you think that that the data is HIPAA protected. I don't trust that that data is yeah. HIPAA protected. No, and, and, and it'll it'll get even more invasive in our lives. Yep. So if you go to one gun store and you fill out the form accurately, honestly, and you have a medical marijuana card, they turn you down. The, the, the yes. report comes back. You cannot sell them a firearm. It, and they go to another gun store and I'll answer it falsely. They are committing perjury and it's a felony. But would that get caught in the system that it, the only person? If our data is not transmitted. So at the point to where you answer that you are unlawfully using marijuana, we terminate the sale. So we don't even we don't even complete a background check because at that point the sale has been canceled yep. and we don't we don't move any further. Um, so there's there's nothing data wise that's transmitted for a background check. Um, so it would be like it never happened in right. terms of the okay. other the other store you went yeah. to. Um, again, just assuming that that data is not shared, you know, right. The, right. The medical the medical data yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, and, and that's just really important stuff that people need to realize. I mean, you know, laws are changing. Hopefully they get this. Hopefully they get it figured out. I know that we've had people like uh, State Rep Nick Schroer on this show many times saying that they are trying to uh, reconcile the differences. But as long as it's illegal federally, I don't know how the states and, can, can and get around that. that. I mean, it, I think it's probably less likely that a Trump administration prosecutes something like that. But 
um, the hypocrisy in the left is that right. while they want to support legalizing marijuana, they would totally use that to attack gun owners sure. and weaponize the database of prescribers and mm-hmm. then utilize that access to the, their access to, say, the FBI's it, database and go after as many people as they could. And it's the lawmakers that can make that connection happen. That's yeah. scary. So, Not a conspiracy theory at all. Uh, you mentioned Colt bringing back um, uh, one of their firearms. What else are you guys excited for in 2020? Are there any new things happening, changes that you guys are really looking forward to? Yes. Yeah, so SHOT Show is uh, January 20th through the 24th. That's the biggest firearm expo in the country. It's kind of like the Detroit Auto Show where all the new, the latest and greatest is on display. Um, manufacturers have created a trend where they start leaking out their products ahead of time because it, it creates more fanfare <laughs> what a tease. for them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thanks to social media, you know, the, the manufacturers actually start releasing their products before the show. But it helps create excitement because you're not going to put them in your hands until you get to the show. And so uh, Colt is bringing back an icon um, in, in their revolver, the, the Colt Python. Uh, Ruger has thrown two curveballs out in the last couple of weeks. Um, one is a very simple LCP chambered in 22. Um, wow. Inexpensive. Uh, Twenty LCP is a typically a 380. Um, but what they threw the big curveball um, on Tuesday, they released the Ruger 5.7, which is a uh, very unique cartridge, the 5.7 by 28, um, and that is a cartridge uh, people will recognize because. Um, the Fort Hood shooter used the FN 5.7 pistol, um, and the pistol was already, I would say, somewhat you know, famous because it was so unique, but it became very visible in the media spotlight mm-hmm. during that shooting. So mm-hmm. if you aren't familiar with just saying FN 5.7, um, the Fort Hood shooting might ring a bell. Mm-hmm. So do you, uh, you guys have gone several times to SHOT Show? Yes. Like for years and years? Yes. Last year, was there anything that shocked you that, wow, this is on the market now? The Optics, anything like that? Last year was lackluster. Um, and, and <laughs> okay, let's go. They was, probably know that, right? Everybody was <laughs> so. disappointed. Um, and I think part of it is that for the years prior, there was heavy investment in R&D. And with the pullback of the market, everybody's profits have been slashed. And right. I think the manufacturers have pulled back to R&D budgets. Um, so we're not seeing as much in, in you know, you know new, cool, just off-the-wall stuff. Um, but what Ruger did with their release, which is it's been huge. We're seeing massive traffic on our website uh, for it. And it's they've released this firearm from FN, the same, virtually the same pistol, is $1,200. Ruger's is going to have a street selling price of between seven and 800 um, so, you know, you're cutting f- almost a third the price, um, and the pistol does look really nice. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think what, what we're seeing is some changes in the market where they can release a product that's not going to totally break the bank for them and, right. and not have a huge risk of something totally crazy off the wall. Um, but it is something that consumers demand. And uh, like the Colt, people have been screaming for years, bring back, you know, bring back these classic revolvers, and now yeah. they're doing it. Right. That's cool. And it, whether it is a revolver or you're looking for home defense or sports shooting or hunting, the good news is is that Osage County Guns has you covered on all of it. One yes. more time before we uh, have to go, um, how can people find you guys uh, online, social media, all that stuff? We are at OsageCountyGuns.com. It's long. We know it. We apologize. <laughs> so use Google. It'll correct it. It's a, it's a, um, big, it's a big website for a really big store. Right? That's right. I mean, what, what's OCG.com? I know you checked into it, didn't you? Uh, I don't know who has it. Okay. It was not available. But it was not available. It was not available. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Osage County Guns, Twitter, Osage County Guns, Instagram. We're everywhere, so 
definitely check us out. We will cover SHOT Show. I'll be there blogging. I'll oh, be posting nice. on Instagram and Facebook and writing blog content. So the whole week we'll be covering all the new releases and um, you know, literally anything that comes up as a surprise. Jake is, is our my mind buyer. He'll be purchasing anything that can be bought at the show. We'll start the orders for anything that's available now. Orders are in. Do you have we'll to make... be? Do you, I'm sorry. Do you have to be in the industry to be at that show? You do. It oh, is, okay. It is for law enforcement and uh, you know industry specific, so media and then gun dealers gotcha. and manufacturers. We're going to make you our official correspondent. Absolutely. Ooh, I like that. We'll Good stuff. All right. That is uh, John and Jake from Osage County Guns. Thank you guys for coming in. Thanks for everything you do for this show. It's great to see you. And we'll talk Thanks to you so again much. Thank soon. you. We appreciate awesome. it. All right, that is going to do it for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. For my partner, Bo Matthews, and our producer, Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here next weekend. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 